So today on the call we have Luke, Luke Michaels. Luke, how's things going? Ah, uh, thanks so much for having me, Carl. Much appreciated. Uh, it's nice to finally uh, be on the podcast. Um, no, it's, it's been it's been going good. Thanks. Uh, strong, healthy, and uh, and blessed. I'm happy happy to hear that you're in a good space. And um, thanks for being on the show and um, agreeing to share your journey because you know the the core reason I started this podcast um, about two years ago. So is the the thing is that. I understand that many people only see one side of what it takes to 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 get to where we want to be. Right? They see the success, they see the accolades, they see the achievements, but they only see us at our mountaintops. They don't see us when we have to go through those dark times, those struggle, those struggles, and to persevere to get to where we want to be. So I love to share, you know, the journey, the journey that most people don't see. Right? Shine a light on that. So hopefully, hopefully, it will also help them be more resilient um, yes. as they pursue their their particular goals. But before we go into that, um, Luke, do you want to tell us who is Luke? <laughs> so Luke Michael, yeah, um, I'm a professional mixed martial arts athlete. Um, you know, I've been in, I've been involved in this uh, sport for about uh, almost like 14 years. Actually, I started martial arts at the age of 14, so that's like half my life. Yeah, yeah so I'm, I'm 28 years old now. I'm heading to 29 end of the year. So still fresh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, no, I've been involved in martial arts since a young age. Um, I fought amateur, like like in my teenage years, mm -hmm. and then went professional uh, just before 20 years old, at about 19 years old in the EFC. Um, and yeah, hasn't been easy, man. Like you mentioned now with that resilience, you know, I've, mm -hmm. I had to show it um, in a lot of uh, stages in my life, in a lot of phases of my life, you know, um, but uh, I believe like the perseverance and resilience is is the reason why I am where I am now. And obviously I'm not where I'm not happy with where I am yet, but uh, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm on route there, you know? So mm -hmm. I just want to, I just want to keep going. And, 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 and like you said as well, these dark days, these dark moments, but we just fight through it. Exactly. You know, exactly. it's part of it. life, man. It's part of life, you it's know, part of life, yeah. the valleys and the peaks. Um, but also something you see that's very important there is that, you know, you not yet where you want to be. Right. And this is no. something that, as 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 a yeah. high achiever, something that you always you when you reach your milestone, you will realize that okay, what is next? I there's something more that I can give, right? And yes, I think it's exciting yes, if we live life from that point of view because then it's like you know what, there's we we we're always pursuing the highest version of ourselves, right? We're always trying yes. to maximize our potential and what we can accomplish in this life. Um, yes, go ahead. I, I I agree completely, man. And and it's always like a, it's a case of of like striving for excellence in every mm -hmm. like facet of our lives you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, not just professional but like also as an individual you know the the, mm -hmm. the way you, you deal with people you know i'm still trying to work on that you know communication and you know just uh relationships with people so in because i believe that the way you do anything is how you do everything you know mm -hmm. so it will translate into your especially in my case um where i'm a professional athlete you know i feel like uh the, the way you live your the rest of um, the like the other aspects of your life will play a role in performance. So, mm -hmm. yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, we all grow and learn, you know. But but like you said, it's all about striving for the next thing, you know, striving, never being happy. And as a result, you are, like I personally feel there's more purpose as well in life when mm -hmm. you when you keep striving, you know, not exactly. just settle. Exactly. You wake up and you have purpose. Exactly. It's like you've been on a mission, yeah. and you know, this is my mission that I'm after, and I'm going after yes. that, right? And kind of like yeah. I said, it keeps you orientated. There's 
there's something you're working towards and just yeah. the growth that comes through that is, is really powerful but also obviously um being involved in the space of helping many high achievers and being a high achiever myself i also know that you there's know a downside that? right because there's always two sides to a coin yes on the one yeah. side it's powerful because it gives us meaning and keeps us you know it keeps fueling us that we want more and keep going but then i've also realized that many times and i'm speaking from a personal experience personal life and um professional experience is that what happens is that often we 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 also don't acknowledge how far we've come and this has been something that is very important because now being 34 i realize that many a times in my life i i've achieved amazing things but yet i didn't allow myself to really to really enjoy it because i was saying i'm not here there right i'm not here there and now at this point i realize that because i'm playing playing the game for life that will i truly ever be there right and from that point of view it makes me it makes me realize more that it's very important for us to be happy and grateful for how far we have come right and congratulate ourselves on the little wins that's that that's that's extremely deep brother i can relate to that a lot you know and yeah um i agree with that because like flip for me as well like you know last year i've achieved a, a big goal of winning the title but then i i tore my acl mm-hmm. and then like i'm like maybe i'm not um sort of appreciative and uh mm-hmm. acknowledging like what i've achieved you know meanwhile mm-hmm. i'm sort of living in a phase what i prayed for and worked for for like mm-hmm. 10 years so you know it's uh it's it's it's, it's really it's it's nice to hear that you know that that other people also feel that exactly but yeah it's 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 it's, it's amazing to um to say that because we have to acknowledge how far we come you know flip because exactly. it's a fine line between striving for the next thing but not being grateful for where we are mm-hmm. well, tough. <laughs> <laughs> i know it's tough hey but like you said there you you attain <laughs> like you you achieve a dream right which is amazing but yet even that came packaged in like i said difficulty then being ha- then yeah. um you know suffering the injury speak to us a bit about that how did you um like obviously in terms of the fact that yes you achieve that dream as, as we mentioned now it's very important to acknowledge that and be mindful about that right but then shortly after you um without an injury speak to us a bit about dealing with the injury um at a time where you're supposed to be at the peak of you know your existence like achievement your mountaintop yeah it's uh it's it's the opposite <laughs> it's crazy mm-hmm. yeah no um it's it was it was tough to accept you know because obviously when i achieved the goal i wanted to sort of live up to that standard like as mm-hmm. a champion you know train and i want to i want to put on performances that sort of that directly uh relate to um to to being a efc motorway champion you know but mm-hmm. then the injury sort of took that away from me and um yeah it's it's been hard man because obviously i couldn't uh, not not um not not only could i not compete but also i couldn't train you know mm-hmm. and i was like flip I, I couldn't even like run you know i couldn't lift i couldn't do anything mm-hmm. so yeah i got the belt I, I wake up in the mornings I, I look at the belt on the on the cabinet but i can't train you know so mm-hmm. yes it's, it's crazy and i know you, you you know like they say your new true champion wants you to defend the title mm-hmm. and that was my goal i think i got it i was like no i want to defend this belt and show my worth you know to myself mm-hmm. and like not to prove anything to anyone i just want to prove it to myself that i can also defend it you know mm-hmm. but then like i said it was taken away from me um but in that like in that challenge the there was room for growth like you know like they say you break but you rebuild and 
Listen, it's a, it's a, it's a hard. Uh, look, I'm mm-hmm. going to be honest. Like it's hard. This year has been hard dealing with mm-hmm. this injury. Um, hasn't been easy. You know, like I'm I'm used to training. Like I said, for the last mm-hmm. 14 years, I'm used to grappling, wrestling. I'm used to running. Used to being active. So yeah, it took a lot away from me. Um, I'm not going to say like I, I've heard a, a few other guys say, "Oh no, this is the best thing that ever happened to me." <laughs> like mm-hmm. when I had big surgery, that. I don't believe that necessarily, um, but I do believe there were a lot of lessons that came out of mm-hmm. it. I just, I just need to, I just need to make sure I implement them. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's been tough. Yeah, and I, I, I can imagine it must be tough. Like you said, it's, it's an important part of your life that just been stripped away from you, right? Um, and I know that that thing comes with because training is not just training, like oh, because I'm a champion, I have to be physically fit. But there's, there's so much that training does for us, right? It helps us regulate our emotions, um, our mental states. So it actually puts us puts us in the state of being a champion, right? Yes, so obviously yes, that yes, is exactly that is stripped away from you. So even though the belt is there, this accomplishment, but you it doesn't mean that you still don't feel certain lower emotions, right? Because of where you are at right now. Now speak to me a bit about um, like you said, there's lots of lessons you're going through it, and this is what I yes. truly believe that adversity, yes. you know, can become our advantage if we can extract the lessons, right? So speak to me about yes. or share a bit about the lessons that you've discovered over this process. So um yeah, uh there's been many, but I I, I would say like the, the highlighted ones was um, you know, to for me it's 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 been like it's it's been amazing to see my progress in terms of the rehab, you know. I mean, from mm-hmm. literally in December, we actually spoke then mm-hmm. to like having no like no muscle in my leg, you know, after surgery, like on crutches and then um to to now having my full strength and and like I can train again, you know, and the lesson I've taken out of that is like literally it sounds it maybe sounds cliche to some people, but never give up, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I, I kept showing up. There were dark phases, like within this rehab phase. I mean, there still is, but uh, I kept showing up. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, my biggest lesson is to stay consistent, you know, mm-hmm. because I, I wouldn't have been able to to come back. You know, there there were moments within the rehabilitation phase I was like. Actually, after the surgery, I was like, "Flip, I'm probably never going to be the same again. Like, mm-hmm. I won't get my muscle back." There was actually people that told me as well. The the, the physio in Joburg, she told me, "Yeah, your leg will never be the same. Like, uh, in terms of the muscle size." And I was like, "No ways! I'm going to show her that it is." And mm-hmm. and now my, my my left leg is actually bigger than the than the right one. Mm-hmm. So the the lessons that came out for me was um like mentally to stay stay on top of things and. Uh, stay consistent and and you can reach anything you know and like i said earlier it's how you do anything like in life mm-hmm. you know if you're consistent you're gonna get it you know mm-hmm. and um and i'm not like like listen i've had weeks and days phases where i'm not training and but i always pull myself out of it you know you always mm-hmm. you always you always fight back and and you you know what it takes you know and I, I know what it takes and and i think that is the the, the biggest thing that's taught me is like what it takes to perform at a high level, you know, mm-hmm. it takes a lot. Um, and to come back from injury like this, it's not for anyone, you know. I, mm-hmm. I, I was actually chained to my biokineticist, and he said, like ten years ago, if you get an ACL injury, it would be career ending because mm-hmm. they wouldn't. That, that firstly, they didn't have the knowledge they have now with regard to rehabilitation and stuff. But also, when I heard that, I was like, flip. Like it's a it's a big thing, you know. So yeah, I've I've extracted the 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 biggest lesson of um sort of staying consistent mm-hmm. and uh, working hard, and I believe you can do anything. Then you know. So mm-hmm. 
that's my biggest leg because I always knew hard work. But uh, when I came, if I look now, if I reflect back on this year and I see that um, I can train again from that, mm-hmm. I'm like, wow. It, uh, it sort of reinforced that, uh, that, um, that lesson for me in terms mm-hmm. of my journey, you know. But I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I like that you said, like, to stay consistent, keep pushing that. And even beyond that, I think that um, it also teaches us. Yeah, like, because sorry, like, mm-hmm. like, sorry to interrupt you. It's, it's one thing to say consistency, but to some people really do it, you know? Yeah. 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 So, because because maybe it sounds like, oh, everyone's talking about consistency. But trust me, if you're consistent with with life, you will get the results, mm-hmm. you know? But yeah, it's not easy. Consistently push yourself, yeah? I understand. Yeah. And if, even yeah. in those difficult moments, it's, it's, it's actually really hard to be consistent, right? When, like you said, it's in your hard. mind, there might be that negative voice, um, like, ah, oh, you, you're unable to do this, a narrative playing on repeat. Um, so it's even battling with that element, like, can you even do this, right? And I think that is sometimes one of the hardest parts is when the seed of doubt has been planted in our own mind, right? Because, yeah. you know, we, as, I mean, as a champion, you know the importance of self-belief, right? Um, you need to have the self-belief as well. Like, you know what, I can't accomplish this. I can't attain this because that then fuels your work. Like, I, I'm willing to put in the work to make this happen because I know it is possible for me. But if you obviously, like you say, um, having that doubt, like, oh, well, is this even possible? Right, it, it becomes yeah. even more challenging for you to actually do the work necessary to get yourself back to where you were. Right, so that can also yes, be difficult. Yes, beyond... uh, self doubt. Mm-hmm. It's always yeah. there, but it depends on like if we feed it or not. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Noticing it yeah. and not feeding that monster because it will turn into a monster. <laughs> yes, definitely. I can relate. <laughs> yeah, if you if you allow yourself to go down there. Exactly. And then obviously, like like a difficult seasons, I think is very important, right? And I. I mean, we can look at this as as being seasonal, right? And I mean, even even just looking at that, in obviously your experience, what what we can gain from that is the fact that you know what, sometimes we'll be at the top of our mountain, right? But yet you can still feel low. You understand? Because you are at the top, you where you always dreamt of being, but yet life can still present you certain obstacles that can make you feel low, right? Even beyond that, but understanding that there's value in the difficult seasons, because the, the difficult seasons are actually where the growth truly happens, right? And I think that that mm-hmm. even beyond that point, you can acknowledge that it's impermanent, right? Not only is being a champion impermanent or your sport impermanent, but this injury is impermanent too. And from that point of view, you, I think that there's there's less there's less struggle and more appreciation through the entire journey. Wow, everything passes. I love that. Yeah. Uh, wow. That's uh that, that's amazing, brother. You know, and, and I agree, like whenever I whenever I felt myself like in that low mindset, you know, a feeling of uh like something that, that really helped me get out of it is is that feeling and emotion of, of gratitude, mm-hmm. you know, of just being grateful for where we are, you know, like sort of re- reflecting on the journey and, and just being grateful for everything, you know, because it can always be worse. And like you mm-hmm. said, it's not forever. Mm-hmm. Like nothing forever, so why not just uh, forever, yeah. mm-hmm. make the most of the moment we have right now? You know, it's uh, yeah. I, I I do feel like for me it's helped me a lot, like being being grateful for what I have. Mm-hmm. It's sort of in in times it's sort of taken me out of that uh, that negative mindset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, gratitude is a, is a, is a powerful tool, um, a very powerful yeah. tool, and I think that if we can be more deliberate about being grateful for even if we are not where we want to be right i think that that can can 
can allow us to enjoy a richer quality of life because ultimately that's what we all want right because we can realize that i might not yet be there but look at what i have right so we yeah. can then enjoy what we have or we can acknowledge how far we've come the progress the growth and that's just the journey of life speak to yes, me and, about, like said, we, hmm? and, like, and like you said we, we're still striving for the for the future goals you know exactly. within that within that gratitude exactly yeah exactly powerful powerful and then speak to me a bit about you know so obviously you started at the age of 14 what made you decide to get into um mixed martial arts at the age of 14. wow flip so i actually i i i watched a movie called uh never back down mm -hmm. i remember <laughs> it's crazy when i think about it yeah now i watched the movie called have you watched that before never back I'm down not from, I, I think i've heard the name i'm not sure if i watched it yeah it's an mma movie so i remember uh, watching it um at my parents house in gudud where we grew up where i grew up and i was like yes this is uh crazy it was mma it's about like a, the mma training and about mm -hmm. this guy who got bullied and um he fought back he discovered mma and he fought back and actually like uh watching that movie i could relate a lot because i i went through some bullying at school mm -hmm. so i was like 14 years old I, I was going through that and i watched this movie i was like flip wow let me uh and I went on to Google, I Googled the nearest MMA gyms and I found one around the corner. It was mainly like a martial art, uh, like mm -hmm. a karate type gym, but they, they said they offered MMA. And then uh, I, I went to check it out, um, went to train and I was literally like, since that day, I just, I just never looked back, you know, obviously it's been up and down, you know, I've changed like gyms and stuff. Obviously I left the original one, moved on to. And, and then I focused on jujitsu a bit only got like, I competed in that a lot. And then I went to MMA, mm -hmm. then amateur, then EFC. So yeah, since watching that movie, I was like, because I, I also, I related to the story in the movie, you know, mm -hmm. I, I, I related to it. Um, I could feel what that guy was feeling. So I was like, Hey, let me also fight back, you know, and, mm -hmm. um, started training. And then obviously it became my career. Cause I, I, I just, I, I, I love the, 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 the physical and, and mental challenge, you know, mm -hmm. I, it made me sort of discover myself more and, like and give myself purpose, mm -hmm. you know? So yeah, and, the sport has, has, has given me a lot, you know, and I'm, mm -hmm. I'm grateful for that. And something interesting you mentioned is that like it gave you purpose, right? And this is something that I've, I've noticed a lot, um, as a common theme is that usually our purpose is born out of our pain, right? And because you you face that difficult yeah. situation where you said, you know what, you wouldn't feel in a strong people being bullied and things, but then you relate to the story of somebody saying, you know what, I'm flipping the script, right? And you decided to do that and it, it, you just became so passionate about it, right? And this gave you new meaning and new purpose for life, which I think is powerful. And realizing that the pain. Pain provides, I promise you, I've seen this way too many times. Our, our traumas, right, and adversities, tend to be the best place to look for purpose. The best place. <laughs> wow. I never thought of it like that before. And I, but but, mm -hmm. but as you say it, uh, it, it, it speaks so it speaks so uh so much to me. Mm -hmm. That's I powerful, mean, bro. Flip mm -hmm. playing yeah. adversity purpose. Exactly. So so I, I believe that like I said, the difficult seasons are necessary. We might not like it, but there's there's so much you can gain out of it, right? Yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. it, it, like if we acknowledge and admit it, though, mm -hmm. you know, and not stay there. Exactly. If we if we allow ourselves to to like you said, flip the script about the negativity or the difficult situation, right? So you know what, I'm 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 still going to be co-creating through this process. 
instead of just succumbing. Many people just succumb, they just feel like a victim through the entire process. Life is unfair, you understand? Um, instead of saying, you know what, what can I gain through this? What can I learn through this? Right? How can I grow through this? And I think those are important questions because it then allows us to start discovering what is the opportunity in this obstacle. And then that's amazing. Yeah, thanks, man. So, and then um, on that point, obviously, like I said, you got into 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 training at the age of fourteen. Um, what are some of the challenges you face as a teenager? Um, you know, obviously, like you said, you you love training, but how 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 did that? Obviously, it meant that you didn't have a typical teenage teenager experience, right? Because obviously, you had the highest priority, which was your training. How do you think that yeah. affected your experience as a teenager? Yeah, no, uh, Flip, uh, thanks for, for pointing that out because it, it is something I often reflect on, you know, like in terms of my, my, my youth and stuff. I remember like, especially that young age, like I would not 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, when, when most teens would be going out, partying, drinking, you know, and like uh, just, and even like family gatherings and stuff. And mm -hmm. like, I, I would just be training. I would literally just be trained. And um yeah, I, I, I do believe I, I sacrificed a lot, honestly. And mm -hmm. I do believe that sacrifice is, is paying off now in, in certain aspects of my life, you know? Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I, like with respect to um, being a teenager and stuff and, and sort of that sacrifices, I mean, I remember um, my, my coach back then, he used to tell me, no, Luke, it's enough now, leave. Like I wouldn't want to leave the gym. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, uh, you know, but yeah, reflecting on that as well, like I did... I lost like some of my youth, you know, I gave, I sacrificed some of my youth to the sport, mm -hmm. um, but I'll do it anytime over again. You know, I'll do it 10 times over again because it, like you said, it's given me purpose. It's given me direction. Mm -hmm. It's given me a fire that, uh, that just translates to other aspects of my life, you know, a, a fire with mm -hmm. regards to everything I do. You know, I, I want to be the best at uh, anything I do. And yes, obviously, like we said, these dark moments, these difficult phases, but um, when you have that foundation and base of, of, of resilience, mm -hmm. like you speak about as well, you can always pick yourself out of it. Exactly. You, know, you can always, you can get yourself out of it and you can extract the lessons that uh, you, you, you want to. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, in terms of my, 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 teenager, my teenagers, it was just literally like, there, was, there wasn't balance right back then. It was just like, whether that was good or not, I don't know. But there was just obsession with training. Mm -hmm. and. Uh, I do believe it, it, it sort of, I do believe it, it put me ahead of certain people, like mm -hmm. in terms of the industry, in terms of competition. Um, I, I do believe it, it, uh, it set me apart. It, it, it gave me something different, um, mm -hmm. that hard work and, 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 de and dedication. I do believe that. I like that, man. And uh, you should pride yourself of being an outlier. I do that, right? Is that yeah. not the same, right? So we can, like I said, it separated you. So this part yeah, of we're that, different. Exactly. Not ordinary. <laughs> exactly. I love that. Yeah. But there's something there's something else you mentioned there, which is there was really no balance. And I had this conversation a couple of weeks ago with a client um, about about balance. And I said, you know, the thing is, is that people are always we, we see these memes on social media about, oh, you need to have a life balance and all these things. You know, honestly, that is for people who truly are not pursuing a, a, a big goal right, or pursuing the higher self. The reality is, is that we can only optimize for one thing. Right. What is the highest priority for you at this particular moment or season at least, right? And like you said, for you, it was, I, I want to go pro. I want to become a champion. That meant yes. that 
unfortunately, that's going to take away from my social, um, my social time, right? Or time with family, yeah. right? So yeah. uh, they will, as long as we are, as long as we are focused on on achieving something, it means that other areas will be a little out of balance. Um, but it means that that's the core thing we are being deliberate about, mm -hmm. intentional about it. This is necessary in order to achieve or attain our particular goal, right? So exactly. I, I think that a lot of people have uh, have this um, have it mixed up where they just oh you we need to have you need to have perfect life balance life work balance yeah. there's no such thing if you truly want to achieve what you want <laughs> you need to be putting the hours and the time into that and they are going to be sacrifices. <laughs> Brother, I can't agree more because often people are like, oh, balance and, you know, you mustn't be obsessed. Mm -hmm. No, all the greats mm -hmm. in, in anything, in, in sport, business, mm -hmm. in, uh, yeah, uh, that's probably the main two. Trust me. Like, the proof is right there. If you listen to their story, if you read their story, they were obsessed with what mm -hmm. they done. And other aspects fall away. But then at the end of their career, they can enjoy you know, you're always going to suffer now to enjoy later. So now, uh, like, uh, I've, like, actually, there, there were a lot of people back then as well as a teenager, like, oh, no, Luke, you have to live. You have to, you have to go out. You have to have balance. And I was like, no. You know, like, obviously, as I got older, like, life happens. You know, you do, mm -hmm. you sort of, you, you're sort of exposed to different people. You're exposed to different environments. And you obviously grow and change, you know. And sometimes you... Obviously, uh, you face adversity, you learn valuable lessons um, mm -hmm. through the hardship. So obviously, like I, I've, I've sort of had, maybe I've had some phases of my career and like overall existence where um, I, I, I lost that, that fire, but you know, but I always mm -hmm. got it back. Mm -hmm. I always got it back. Like it, it, it never died completely. I mean, mm -hmm. like obviously, like maybe in seasons I had more balance than others. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I, I agree with you completely. You can't. You have to be obsessed. You have to. Mm -hmm. And uh, and listen, one thing's gonna give. Like there are aspects of your life that's gonna give, but it's it's rewarding and it mm -hmm. uh, it gives you purpose, man. And and that's what it's about. But yeah, ba mm -hmm. balanced lifestyle. It's uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's overrated. Exactly. It's a myth, man. It's a myth. And I, 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 I agree that there's always going to be a price to pay. And this is actually something that I, when I do some talks with like high performance athletes, like um, student athletes, I usually highlight this. It's very important to acknowledge what is the price that you have to pay to attain your goals, right? Because often we can set this goal that I want this, but I'm not prepared to pay the price. I'm not prepared to make the sacrifices, right? So yeah. we want to set the goals in accordance with the sacrifices that we are willing to make. So it's great that you highlight, you know what, I, I am prepared to say, you know what, I, I can't I can't see family during this time while I'm preparing for my, my fight during my fight camp, right? It's understandable, yeah. right? Um, but then also understand on the on the on the, on the back end, I'm able to then allocate time again. I can I can make sure that I can be deliberate when I do have the time. So yeah, yes, be intentional mm -hmm. with that time you, you exactly. allocate. Because obviously that is important, especially like as as we get older and as you have a family, obviously that that is a priority as well. Obviously, mm -hmm. I mean, so it would be career and that you know. Um, so, so obviously, like you said, now we need to allocate that time and be intentional. But uh, like you, you, you sort of like be intentional with the time you set, and then when you when you're working and training, you're only focused on that. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah. 
Tell me, Luke, so obviously you mentioned you spoke about obsession, right, and being obsessed, which I also believe is very important. Obsession is not bad. Um, everybody's obsessed about something. Um, sometimes people are just obsessed about things that don't help them or don't serve them to become their higher self, right? They're obsessed about the Kardashians or obsessed about uh, this person, that yeah. person, or football team, but <laughs> you understand? Yeah. Um, instead of being obsessed about something that actually heals value for where they want to go and how, who they want to become. So speak to me a bit about how your obsessions have been expressed or how you express your obsession because you mentioned that you know what you've been obsessed but how how does that how does that look like you say um does it mean that you know um i train in the morning train in the evening during my free time i sit and i watch podcasts or i'm reading books or i'm thinking about it tell me a bit about how how it expresses itself well yeah um so in in terms of that like um it's, i actually relate to what you said earlier about like striving for your higher self Mm -hmm. You know, I, I feel like uh, that's my obsession. You know, I'm constantly want to be my best version. And obviously in my industry, um, that is about training, you know. So I just constantly, I show up. And, and I've had people before, like, like, like many people, like they'll tell me, oh, Luke, Flip, I've never seen anyone like work as hard as you do. And mm -hmm. I listen to them and I'm like, okay, from the outside you see that. But for me, I don't feel anything. This, this is just like what I do, you know, like mm -hmm. I'm obsessed. Like I'm a hot, I, I want to work hard. You know, I, I don't feel, I don't feel purposeful if I don't put in work. Honestly, I don't, don't feel myself. It's, I don't feel, I just don't feel myself, you know? So mm -hmm. that obsession, it sort of, it sort of makes me who I am. You know, mm -hmm. I actually enjoy life better when mm -hmm. I am obsessed with my craft. Mm -hmm. and, and 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 my and my training you know and my my discipline i it sort of spills over to other other aspects of my life as well you know but yeah they, they'll be like people oh no you're obsessed like you uh no oh no no sorry they'll, they'll be like oh i've never seen anyone work that hard and i'll be like for me it feels normal you mm -hmm. know because of all the years I, I feel like it's become part of my my identity you know like my dna that hard work and and stuff i know i can flip that switch any day you know, mm -hmm. I can I can put in the work any day, three, four sessions a day. I can do it. You know, so yeah, it's uh, obsession sort of makes me who I am. Like I'll mm -hmm. even enjoy life better. I'll go out for lunch, whatever, and I'll just feel better after after you know you put in the work. I'm sure you can agree with that. Exactly, exactly. You yeah. know that you've made progress um towards what yes. your ultimate objective is. Right. That's powerful. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And then um, speak to me a bit about you know. So I, I know that you recently opened the gym, right? Which is exciting. You're going to, I would say it's moving, uh, even though it's a gym, it's moving away from just being a fighter, right? Um, speak to me a bit about, um, you know, the, the, the new process or the new journey you've been on and some of the lessons that you've learned. Yes, yeah, so Carl, it's, it's been tough, bro, like flip. Um, but um, it's been rewarding at the same time, you know, like I've been focused on it for, like during this year basically so when i got injured we we were like um let's uh use this time productively you know mm -hmm. obviously i can't compete now so let's use this time constructively to focus on something for long term you know like not not taking away from my main focus of reaching my true potential in mixed martial arts you know because mm -hmm. obviously with something like mixed martial arts we we don't have forever we have sort of like a window period like mid to late that is Mm -hmm. you know you want to be you, you want to have achieved what you what you want to achieve you know but obviously you also need sort of a, a plan b and backup 
in a, in a, in a harsh sport like this. You need, you need like a, a business or something, you know? So I thought, okay, let me shift my focus now, especially because I, I, I'm not competing this year. Um, mm -hmm. and yeah, there, there were lots of lessons that, that I took out of it, you know? Um, but one thing I, I told myself was like, I'm going to use the same mindset that I use in my training and, and my fighting mm -hmm. and that obsessiveness. I'm going to use the same mindset for my business, you know, mm -hmm. I'm going to use that same mindset. I, like, I'm hungry, you know, I, mm -hmm. I make sure every day when I, when I walk in there, I'm hungry to, to get it off the ground and to literally do whatever it takes, you know, same obsession that I had to get to EFC and to become champion. I'm going to use that same obsession to build the best facility I can, you know, and then That's I'm nice. going to fight out of that facility and win. I like that. I like that. It's not easy though. I like mm -hmm. it. It's nice to talk about it, but implementing this stuff. And, and I do mm -hmm. believe I, I believe I'm implementing it, you know, now mm -hmm. it's just a case of having both obsessions, like making sure I train and do that. Mm -hmm. And I do believe I will, because I'll be obsessed with doing that. I'll be obsessed mm -hmm. with still being my best version in training and business. Mm -hmm. You know, I believe you can do both. Exactly. Um, a couple of, couple of things that I want to highlight, right, is the fact that you had mentioned earlier, obviously, this has been a difficult season for you because of the injury. But out of that, you got a, a huge gift, if you think about it, right? You got the the privilege to actually build your own gym, which probably wouldn't be possible when you were just focusing on training and getting ready for the next fight and the next fight, right? So even that in itself, is, even that in itself is a blessing that came out of this. <laughs> so I think yes. it's also important for yeah, us to true. acknowledge that. Yeah, I, yeah, that's very true. Because if I never got injured, I would just be competing this year. I would sort of be just focused like uh, on on my fights and stuff you know and i wouldn't have the opportunity but now it's sort of it was taken away from me but then like all things worked for the good you know because exactly. now i can come back with that you know i can mm -hmm. have a big comeback and have my own uh, facility you know so it, it is a blessing like you know and, and it goes back to what we said earlier about having that that blessing uh within that adversity you know that mm -hmm. lesson and and that growth that opportunity mm -hmm. for growth and yeah it's not easy but as long as we acknowledge it and accept it it actually it gives us more purpose like, like you said mm -hmm. yeah i agree agree and then um another thing There's i want to highlight exactly lots of purpose in i'm keeping yeah. that one bro yeah and, and and i'll tell you something the thing is is also we like you said we discover ourselves through it right through through pain we discover ourselves a lot because it's, it's usually through pain where we reflect in more um and often even if it's deliberate challenges or deliberate pain per se like in the gym or something we are confronting our lower self because we are pushing against our perceived limitations, right? That resistance yeah. we're facing. And that is where growth happens. So I, I, pain is very, it's, I think it's a very important part in, our, in helping us uh, obviously grow to our higher self. And I the, like what you said there about the training, about like mm -hmm. sort of pushing towards that, that limitations, eh? Exactly, because we have to, man. And that's the thing is, you, training. We, I mean, even now as, as an entrepreneur, it's very important for you to run up against your own limitations, right? Because it's only through that that you're actually evolving. It's the same like in in in, in maybe fighting with somebody when you were amateur who's more advanced. You will you yeah. you run up into that limitation. Oh, I'm not. I don't know how to grapple correctly or whatever. That forces you to evolve, right? In the same light, the the obstacles you're going to be facing along the journey um, in business are necessary because it's allowing you to run up against your own limitations, which forces yeah. you to evolve. You see, if you have the right mindset, 
That's powerful, right, bro. That's you. extremely powerful. If you have the right mindset, man, you're always going to be growing through it. You're always going to be evolving through yeah. it. And yeah. we know already we're resilient and we persevere for what we want. It's, the problem becomes is when, you know, when you're defined by that, oh my word, this obstacle, this is a failure. That is where the problem comes, right? And now you give it up. Okay. But but if yes. you're resilient and but, but, you, go ahead. Yes, uh, no, sorry, you can finish. No, it's fine, go ahead. Resilience, yeah, no. Well, when you painted that picture of like, uh, when I started out as an amateur and like training with people who's better than me and sort of like translating that to now some in terms of business, having a new environment and like mm -hmm. uh, having to sort of put certain hats on like a sales hat, for example, mm -hmm. uh, you know, like uh, get a step out of my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. But now when you painted that picture of like, hey, I've been there before actually exactly you know I, i've been i've been in in mma in in training i've been the the nail you know before mm -hmm. and then i became the hammer mm -hmm. you know i was the nail nice. then i was the hammer so yeah. i'm gonna bring that same mindset to business bro here we go thank you here yeah we go, that, that, that's powerful i like yeah. that a lot you know i'm gonna be a nail before i'm a hammer there we go and like yeah. you mentioned there even the sales element of it like i know a lot of people um especially if they don't come from a sales background or entrepreneurship entrepreneurial background right um, it can be very challenging for them because we have to face rejection. Sales means rejection, <laughs> right? Sales means rejection, yeah. Yeah. And even that means you're <laughs> confronting yourself. And now you can evolve. Like, you know what? I, I know, I'm no longer concerned when someone says no. Or I'm telling how I approach a sale. I'm telling how I approach, approach a customer. So constant evolution. So we so welcome that. Amen, constant evolution and growth, eh? Exactly. Yeah. Welcome that. And then, then you uh, face that pool, right, those challenges about like sales and stuff. Uh, bro, I've, I've, that's the nature of where, how I got to where I'm at is about, I'm constantly running to my limitations to evolve <laughs> in business, in life, in everything, right? In every aspect, because that's the only way we truly yeah. grow. Yeah, otherwise we're living within our comforts. So whether okay. the sales doing certain things like speaking, like, I, I mean, I had a huge fear of public speaking. Now I speak for a living, really? right? <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> But now I speak for a living. I'm confronted, man. I and that's that's what I can tell is a common theme of my life is that I approach challenges. I don't run away from it, right? Most people avoid it. I'm approaching it. Amen. Force myself. And, and also, like 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 you said, we 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 constantly chasing it. But like we said earlier, we need to also appreciate how far we come. Exactly. Exactly. I yeah. agree. And then look, um, one final thing I want to mention, um, is. The, the thing, like you said, you're taking that same mindset to business, right? And one thing that a lot of people forget or people don't even recognize is that the skills are transferable, right? What makes you success in one area can make you success in another area. Because That's true, eh? at the end of the day, whether it is business, whether it is relationships, or whether it is sport, right? At the, if you are open to learning, like how do I make it in this particular area, you can apply that same lessons because there are so yeah. many parallels especially if, you, if you're looking at high performing industries right your parallels right how do you become how do you separate yourself how do you become the hammer instead of the nail right like the yeah, knowledge yeah. there are so many parallels and if you can see yes. how can i transfer these same skills and principles man you'll be successful and we stay consistent exactly exactly yeah exactly stay consistent wow. within wow. that wow. no i i like that so much like um yeah there's so much uh, parallels that's amazing it's amazing it's life man so many but look i'm gonna have to get going it was really great chatting to you thank you for being on the show it's an honor to chat to you we must do it again soon please thank you awesome man awesome